Hello and welcome to today's show on Two Gals One Planner Podcast. You're listening to Danny and Alicia as they tackle the biggest topics surrounding business, increasing revenue, and scaling your brand. Together, they've built a seven-figure revenue in less than a year, and they're here to share their top tips with the help of some unmissable guests. Happy listening. Hi everyone, welcome back to Two Girls One Planner. It's me, Alicia, and I'm of course joined joined with Danny, and we have a very special guest today, our favorite boy, Adam Pierretti. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I thought you were gonna get it first time. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, how do you pronounce your beautiful second name? Yeah, Pierretti, <laughs> but that was perfect. Okay, Adam Pierretti. <laughs> Okay, well, bad me. I could have just said bam media. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're joined with him. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Adam. I run the company called Bam Media Marketing, and uh, we focus mainly on paid ads for clients. And uh, we do do a little bit of social media content marketing. But I find that I much more enjoy the paid ad side of things. So that's our main focus as a business, and I think is a lot better for clients because they can actually see a nice return on their investment. Um, so that's kind of the focus of what we'd like to hone in on perfect um so basically we're joined with adam today because we are going to be uh talking about ways to prepare your business and specifically like e-commerce store but i guess it could apply to any business um if you make it um (laughs) how to get it ready for summer because obviously summer is a hard time for online shopping um so adam's going to come through with all the tips yeah, perfect. Well, I think to, to give a bit of background of like what, what I've been up to. So I, I probably got in the social media game roughly in about, um, Facebook probably about 2018, as in like making online videos and enjoying them. I, was, I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I ended up getting very focused on the metrics. So the social media side, understanding watch time, um, what what makes things go viral. Because we had it, me and a friend of mine were making videos. This is all on a personal standpoint. And then thought, oh, okay, well, how can we make these better how can we get more viral virality and then we started actually looking at okay well the users engage for six seconds here and then they drop off how can we make another video where they they continue and keep going um so we did that for a for about a year or two um got quite several viral hits and then he moved out so i was by myself i was like well i can't really make content for me only like that's a bit weird it was a it was a joint thing like adam and luke and then uh tiktok came along so tiktok is apps like i loved it as Gary V was talking about TikTok, he was saying everybody should be on it. Everything, and if you're not, you're you're crazy, basically. So I was like, okay, I'm going to see what this is about. Uh, so I sat down and I was on it for about two or three hours before the penny dropped. And I was like, <laughs> this. Pla- we're talking 2019, so nearly three years ago when people were like, oh, it's a kids app. And I was like, no, this is the best thing since sliced bread. This is incredible. Um, and then I just started getting involved with it, started making videos, um, and then. I just, a few of the videos went viral and I was like, this is incredible. I've I've never seen stats like this. How am I getting millions of views on videos when I'm on Facebook, et cetera, and they're only getting a few hundred thousand? There's obviously something to this. Um, So I got quite heavily involved with that. By the way, am I meant to be going into this level of story to give some background or? Yeah, I'm enjoying (laughs) (laughs) that. Cool. Um, Yeah, so with that and then... um, this is when like I, I'd kind of figured out this um, trend that was happening. Like one of them was doing it. It was like this guy was doing 
dancing to 100k and i was like okay well there's nobody else on this app that's doing that so i started to make i made up one just ended up because then i mean everyone kind of said oh it's a dancing app but i was like ah, no, i see i see the bigger picture and how the framework works and then i started doing that and before i know it my account's just flying up and within about two months we, we hit like uh, we're going up to 100k and then 150k followers i'm like what platform can you go on it on and get that much traction and that many eyes on you um and it was funny because i went to i always wanted to run my own business it's something but i just never knew what in little did i know it's right under my nose there like social media marketing but i go to a business event with my sister and this is the not that i'm a big someone that believes in fate and like oh everything happens for a reason but you know i i've kind of come to think that that's probably the way things are but my sister was saying, oh, I'm good. I've paid for this social media event. Like it's a three day thing. You can come along. It's free. And I was like, oh, I really should do this because I've been spanging on about, I want this business. I want to grow it. Um, but I'm not sure what to do. And then I went along and it was really interesting because I kind of had my first taste. I was like, look, I want to be a social media marketer. And then like they started asking me questions about like, oh, well, what's your purpose? What are you actually going to do? And I kind of sat back and thought, I can't just say I want to be a social media marketer. I actually have to think what I have to, what value I'm going to provide. And then I remember on the Sunday, the third day, because this is, I didn't realize at the time, this is actually with one of the top UK business coaches. Um, with, and I was like, okay, didn't ha haven't heard of these guys before. But then someone came to me on the Sunday and they were like, oh, by the way, you Adam Bam. And I was like, what? Uh, yeah yeah I make videos on TikTok and she was like oh my god I've got to introduce you to somebody and I was like oh, okay that this sounds cool um and then I he introduced me and this guy's running a business um I, I hadn't heard of it previously but he told me it was it was a cleaning brand I was like okay cool and then uh, I was talking to him all about TikTok and he was like what would you do with my business how could we grow it and I was like oh I'd do this I'd, I'd have a mascot I'd do these kind of videos and he was like oh, okay cool um a couple of days go by and then I get a call from him and he was like what were those ideas you were saying about again and I was like oh you should do this you could do that you could do that and he was like what's your business called and I was like well I think I'm probably gonna keep with band media you know I think it'd be pretty cool and he's like oh that's that's pretty cool and then uh another day passes and he messaged me and he was like oh you can tell me to get lost basically but would you be interested in like your first main contract and run my TikTok for a couple of months for this price and I was like yeah okay let's give it a go and that's when the kind of social media journey started unfolding um so started running that um and then we start at the same event this is when we start looking at like facebook advertising never heard of this before um this is before the ios update so things were quite uh, a lot better and easier back then but then we start looking at like i did my first like paid like campaign and i was like oh this is interesting i can pay and get loads of reach loads of likes and there's because there's a back end to Facebook that some people don't even realize exists um, and then start getting more involved and in researching because when we're speaking with this brand it's like oh I would start making video content for them for their actual ads and then they're just like oh yeah this was good a good ad it got us um, I think like two or three ROAS and I'm like what the hell's a ROAS like kind of thing. and he was like oh it's a return on ad spend I'm like oh, okay and I start looking further into this. I'm like, oh my God, this is so interesting. People actually pay money and they can make money back off this. And that's when I start getting into the advertisement side of things. I'm like, ah, oh, there's, there's money here. I can make more money from this. Um, 
and then like the journey grows and then I start kind of talking to more people I'm like to my friends I'm like oh there's this really cool thing called Facebook ads you should try it and then they're like oh no I'm not sure and I'm like yeah go and do it my friend owns like a glazing business and I was like yeah just like let me run it for a little bit it'll be fine uh we run it for like a few weeks and he's just like oh fuck, this is great we're getting like traction we're getting new customers I'm like yeah like I can actually do this go me um and then we start doing other ads and I'm like oh this is good stuff. And I think, oh, we can earn this kind of service. Um, but then I'm like in debate of whether we go like social media management or do we do ads? Um, and then we kind of go further down that route. Uh, I don't really know like how far into these stories this should go because I know I'm talking a lot right here. So I see what you mean. You said it at the beginning, Adam, it feels literally like you've been talking for like 30 seconds as we're already eight minute in, minutes in. Well, no, that's amazing. Such an interesting story. I love hearing that like again and again. I think something I got from that that I want to know. I started TikTok 2019 where mm. it was new. Lock- was it before lockdown? Yeah, this is before lockdown was a thing because I remember I was, okay. it was Christmas time and I was on about 40,000 followers at the time. And I was like playing around with my friends. But all- I remember being in this pub. And I was like telling them all about it. And they were literally like, we don't want to hear this. It's so, um, and I was like, trust me. Oh my God. You know, when like, you just can see something, maybe Mm -hmm. this is like a thing of us entrepreneurs is we can see uh, the answers of like things. And you're like, I can predict this is going to be a big thing, but nobody listens. And you're like, oh my God, I've got all these answers. And nobody seems to listen to what I'm saying or understand where I'm coming from. And then it's like to whenever it, then lockdown hits I think that probably was a big thing for TikTok is that um lockdown kind of gave TikTok the platform to then blow up mm. because everybody was on it yeah so, that's why I got it I was Adam yeah. and I was never gonna get it and then I was bored <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah and then um that's the thing is because did you use it for business or did you use it for personal what was your kind of personal personal I was only kind of in the start of the first few months business um mm. wasn't doing really advertising or anything didn't even think I didn't even see a business on it so you, you just you know I just didn't connect that I could mm. do it for people dancing like that's all I saw so yeah. I did not connect it but my question gone how has it changed so obviously it's not as saturated it wasn't as saturated Mm. compared to now for you personally your account Mm. how has it changed for you to get that growth that you were getting oh absolutely yeah if anything I think because I I'm so addicted to this platform that you see the minute changes it was weird because I'll give you an example was when I was on it and I used to feed you quite low quality video so as in like not actual low quality videos I mean ones that weren't that great and I remember this one day I was on it in the morning I was flicking through I usually took about half an hour to flick through and understand what was going on and then it started feeding me uh high level videos where they had uh, one million views uh or not views but likes two million likes and then I was like "Mm, this algorithm's changing you know they've actually starting to figure out and this is when when I started to really see that that TikTok were coming in was like there was no ads on the platform so obviously Facebook um definitely a different ball game because it's it's a lot more saturated but then when ads started coming to the platform I thought mm. then celebrities mm. started coming to the platform well actually no celebrities first before the ads 
Um, and then you saw a lot more of these blue ticks. And I thought, oh, this is going to be real big. But mm -hmm. then that now your traction, it's a lot harder to get a viral video than it used to be. Like I would, the, I mean, I've had quite a few go over the kind of 3 million mark in views. And you know when you've got a viral post. But now it's like, oh my God, you look at LinkedIn and people are like, oh, I got 3 million views. And it's like a really big like celebration. I think when I was getting those kind of views, I was like, oh, that's really cool and like exciting. But nobody mm. was celebrating this kind of stuff. So when I get those videos now, I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But, you know, like it doesn't stop. You're always looking for that next viral hit. Um, to answer your question, yeah. though, is it harder? hundred percent. It's so much harder because there's so much more competition back in the day when in 2019 or, and 2020, there weren't that many creators. So there was a, an unequal balance between the amount of creators on the platform versus the amount of consumers. And now because of the way TikTok is and the clever thing about it is it makes it very easy to make content. And this is one of the things that I used to find as a content creator. When you go on Facebook, it's like, Oh, what do I make a video on? Like what, content can I make that's going to entertain people whereas TikTok it feeds you content that you like and you're like oh that's mm. funny I'm going to recreate that and then you yeah. go away and you recreate the video and that and it encourages not plagiarism but it encourages you to make content that is entertaining okay Too Danny would you agree <laughs> for plagiarism yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I would definitely agree like even say back in the day like it's like the 90s or something literally just like 2020 or whatever when I was first on TikTok um I joined a bit after Adam again for like personal and actually mm. how me and Adam met was when I asked him like just under a year ago just over like, yeah pretty, pretty much a year ago I was like I want to start my business on TikTok and blah 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 but even in that time like I've seen like it in the earlier days it was a lot easier for me to get videos like above a million views um when i used to do like instagram revamps or even just sharing like fonts that went well on canva like they mm -hmm. would just explode and i do those now and whereas before they were getting like anywhere between five hundred thousand and like a million views plus they get around mm -hmm. like 40 50 000 now so like it's yeah. a lot harder and it's all of, i feel like it's all about like being snappy and there was a phase on TikTok where people's attention spans were getting lower and lower and lower. And then the seven mm. second video thing went viral and everyone was like, oh, to go viral, you just have to post a video of seven seconds. And then yeah. TikTok introduced the minute and the three minute long videos. I feel like the attention spans are getting better now, but yeah, it's constantly changing, but it's definitely a lot harder to yeah. get those like viral hits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's so interesting. And do you know what? Like, although this is a bit of a diversion, you know, like I think that the introduction of me and you, Danny, I think that actually kind of shaped my business in a way, and where I was kind of going. Because I remember sitting to you, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing half like this content creation for the business, and I'm also doing half paid ads. And I'm like, mm, what do I do? Where do I? And you were like, what do you enjoy most? I was like, the paid ads. And you were like, do that then. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just had this absolute, like, not cull, but more like, okay, well, if it's not worth a certain amount, I'm going to, like, move off and then, you know, focus on the bigger stuff. So I think, like, although this is complete diversion, I just wanted to kind of say, like, you've been such quite a positive influence in, in my journey. Oh, thank Aww. you. 
I, I mean, for me, it. it was it was very simple. You were like, you were stressing so much, and I was just like, would you prefer like what do you actually want to do? And you were like, mm. oh, I really like the ads. And I was like, okay, there's your answer. <laughs> you didn't need me at all. <laughs> no, I think it's because as entrepreneurs, and we're running on our own, it's you kind of like get in your own head at things, and you're like, okay, right. Um, what do I do? And then there's no one to bounce off of. And I don't know about you, you both, but I don't have very many entrepreneurs in my circle, which is quite, now we do. Absolutely. We've got a whole, like, over a hundred people in our kind of group, but you know, there's like at that time, I was like one of the only ones that I knew that was running a business. So it's quite, you have to make all the decisions, take all the risks and you don't know if they're going to pay off. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, we're, I think all three of us are in a really good place right now, but I'm sure a year ago things were a little bit different. We were, I suppose, feeling away a lot more. Like a year ago, me is definitely a different person than now me. Same confident business-wise than I was a year ago. I think mm. I just have more bigger, not, yeah, bigger goals and kind of things I want to achieve more achievable now than I did a year ago. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What do you yeah. think has been like the biggest learning point for you? Um, question. I think for me, I hate saying it because everyone says it, but honestly, <laughs> like yeah. genuinely, and I never thought I would say that, but like not even just with like, but even like putting, it's so basic, but even just like putting in hours every single day just undisturbed hours which before I obviously worked every day but it would be like an hour here I do this and I come back and just sitting down and doing actual work and training to do that was a big learning curve because mm -hmm. I wasn't used to that really at all to being self-disciplined so doing that and then being consistent about it is something that I had to train myself to do and I'm still doing that but I've gotten better and pay off more mm, so for me it's yeah. it's being more self-disciplined was something I learned which yeah I how about you Danny like I need to do that I really need to teach myself to just do things like you like actually in chunks instead of being like oh I'll do this I feel like my brain as well things can get so scrambled because as soon as you think of one thing you need to do you're like yeah oh, and I need to do that and that and that and I'm like, yeah but um, I know I get the impression yeah. though that you're very like um, focused and driven and very on top of things. Uh, maybe that's just me, just like the way that I see it from the outside point of view is like, Danny's so focused. She's got everything together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, think I see that too. I actually mm. was like, since I finished uni like a month ago, I feel like it's all just dropped off because I'm not like at uni anymore. So I feel like I'm getting more into the groove of like full, full time, like on the business. I'm still finding my way, but that's okay. But you didn't um, even get a break though. I feel you should like, you should like, you deserve a break after finishing uni and then go into it. So that's why maybe you're just a like you've never fully got a nice break, you know, mm. celebrating. Yeah. True. Maybe yeah, I just need a week so. off. You <laughs> do. <laughs> do you know what? Like, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Completely sidetrack. I get it, but like the, I haven't had like a week off for a long time. A heck of a long. I've, like, I think the last time I had a week off was when I was employed. Jeez. Wow. It's, wow. Is yeah. That, is that a bad thing? 
Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I just had technically a week off, 10 days, and it definitely helped reset. I mean, I still had to work a bit just with the girl in the office. I had to kind of send her stuff and get stuff ready. But, like, I was, that was, like, half an hour a day. So, I completely shut off. But even having that 10 days, like, really helped me. So, mm-hmm. I couldn't recommend. It will help your business, genuinely. Because yeah. you'll come Especially- back inspired, like, yeah. Yeah, like knowing Adam as well, you're always like on the go, like boom, 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 boom. And like, <laughs> yeah, I know mean. you. I know that like a few days off because I know you struggle as well. I hope you don't mind me outing you, but like focusing <laughs> on your stuff rather than like mm. like actually focusing on you and your business because um, you prioritise client stuff so much, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I like, you need to do that and we'll have a follow-up podcast and you'll tell us everything that you learned on your brain <laughs> yeah yeah you're so right I, I literally this is one of my big things i'm trying to tackle right now this is the first week that i'm mainly tackling this is pulling back and focusing on like those systems and making sure that the, i'm working on the business rather than in the business and i think mm. you know this new hire is probably going to be the way that that happens so i don't have to to worry too much i think i'm just constantly looking at okay well this needs to be great all the time I have to be like level 10 not not level three or four you know everything's got to be done I have a to-do list and if it's not done by the end of the day I'm like (laughs) I need Mm -hmm. I need to get it sorted yeah yeah um read Alicia's blog post on her website about to-do lists (laughs) and not getting stressed out when you don't finish it (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah, it's a great blog post I love it (laughs) (laughs) um sorry I was gonna transition (laughs) to our topic but no but sorry finish what you were saying sorry I think it's delayed so I never know if someone's speaking ah that's okay I I think we kind of covered it mainly saying that we I do need it we do need a break people do need a break and I need to try and agree to have that time off myself I just even on a weekend if I'm not working I'm like oh I should be doing this I should be doing that yeah 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 no well I guess that does go in with what we're kind of saying I mean it's summer now summer obviously people go on summer holidays you're allowed to take a week two weeks off um and not because just because it's summer but because it is usually a quiet period for a lot of businesses especially e-commerce mm. um and Adam I feel so expert on what's going on right now yeah I've got it. So just to give you some background, I, I know I've kind of cut the story short because I wasn't sure I was just talking so much. But in terms <laughs> of like the different brands that uh, I've worked with e-commerce wise, we're looking at like beauty brands, jewelry brands, uh, of course, diaries, planners, um, cleaning products, just lots of different things, different spaces. Shoes. Um, shoes. Yeah, we've got some shoes in there as well. Um, sports apparel um, and also casual wear as well. So there's loads of different e-commerce experiences here that I can share that can definitely help out. And what I suppose one of the main things that happens in the kind of summertime is people aren't online as much. That's one of the main things you find, especially it's going to get worse during school holidays, most likely, um, is because kids are not at school. Parents have to be home. Um, generally, you think, oh, maybe they're sitting on their phone. Nah, not very much. You also see this with your TikTok views. It's going to drop. Uh, giving you a heads up. Don't panic. But the summer... <laughs> It, uh, if it's anything like last summer, TikTok algorithm is going to change and it's going to start showing you only the best of the best 
of content because people are quite flimsy otherwise and they'll jump off the app and the app wants to stay make you stay there full time um so in terms of e-commerce you're going to probably see a drop in sales and that's okay the way to kind of um is make your ads as captivating as possible and i suppose it comes in a triad of things you want to make your ads as captivating as possible you want to make sure you're hitting the right audience but on top of that is your copy needs to speak to your direct customer the most your ideal customer you need to talk to them so when they see it they're literally like oh my god this is this is literally covering my pain points this is talking to me um and also on top of that sometimes you will have to pull back spend if you're finding that your cpas are increasing which is your cost per acquisition that's probably going to happen uh because not only is competition fierce on facebook but on top of that you've got less people that are likely to buy in that kind of circumstance so also on top of that i don't know if i'm giving too many solutions in too much of a quick succession so definitely like let's let's split it out and ask me questions to explore it a bit more but your offer has to be incredible as well when i say that when we're doing e-commerce we're very much looking at uh we have to if it's a cold audience top of funnel uh you're very much hitting somebody you've probably never spoken to before so imagine it like a conversation no one's most likely going to jump in at the deep end and give you 50 to 100 pounds off the bat without even knowing who you are unless there's something really really enticing that makes them think oh my god this is just I'd be stupid not to take this offer. This is an absolute mm -hmm. no-brainer. And what you're going to see is a lot of e-commerce companies um, upselling, marking down. So let's just say you've got a product you want to sell for £20. Um, you could most likely upmark that to like the 50, 60 mark, cut it right down, say, oh my God, you're getting actually 66% off. Um, you're getting 50% or maybe it's a buy one, get one free or buy one, get one 50% off. Uh, we need to think of kind of offers that are irresistible to your customer so they think oh my god i'd be absolutely foolish not to buy this right now and that's when we put scarcity on it so we say there's only 100 left there's only 50 there's only 20. i'm literally just giving away all the source right here so if you want this and you implement this into your <laughs> business like some of the the best case studies that i've seen are the ones where you suddenly give an incredible offer and actually i could probably share a really interesting one with you you right now um it was actually like, like we were talking about that shoe brand quite mm. a high price point in the shoes and uh, so we're talking around about the 100 mark um generally when you go out to a cold audience very unlikely you're going to hit that price point unless there's a really incredible creative or like again a really good offer but they were ticking along, not massive ROAS, like between a two and a three. It's okay, but the, their break-even's like quite high because it's a high, uh, a lower margin product, sorry. So clearance comes in. What I actually do is upmark the product down, sorry, not upmarket, but increase the price down. and then look, oh. down market. Yeah, you know what I mean? As in like slash the price and it looks incredible. So it looks like it's gone from 200 down to 100 or 150 to 75 literally ROAS skyrockets you're looking at seven to ten x but why is that it's because the offer looks incredible like it, if i buy yeah. this now oh my god and not only that it's a clearance okay so there's very limited stock of this well i better buy it now otherwise i'm never going to get this offer again okay it's kind of like, you see it's um uh, and it's, how long did they run that offer were they still is it ongoing uh, no, it was um, roughly about kind of two weeks to three weeks offer. Um, and what happened after? 
that's it. When it happens after, then they put the prices back up. Guess what happens? You don't have the, no one's going to buy like a 150 pound shoe without knowing who you are. Unless that, that's the thing, like your, your Gucci's, your Versace's, all of these like high end brands that are high price points, you know, them. they've built themselves. They exist in the world. They've got shops that every time you see that it's, it's been around long enough that you feel comfortable and safe with that brand. When you're a fresh, clean brand, it's very unlikely that the that people that don't know you are going to purchase at that price. Um, but there is something called the value ladder, which is um, very much like uh, you start people at a free offer, something um, all of us marketers know this and, and you two both use it in your businesses. Uh, it's giving like a, a lead magnet, a free piece of information or a free product or something that gets somebody inside your world. So you when we provide content, et cetera, on social media, we're very much giving free value to our customers, people that are interested. Um, and then we get them in with something like a PDF, a, a free plus shipping offer. Um, the God, one of the gods of this is Russell Brunson. So I would absolutely recommend if anyone is listening to this to go check out his books. They're absolutely insightful. Look at his content. He is the king of click funnels. Oh, um, it's a book called What's it called? That's the traffic secrets. I've dot com secrets. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Inc incredible for e-commerce. Um, mm -hmm. But he's like the godfather of that that world, you know, like he's one of the OGs. Um, but very much. And then like you can, then when you've built that trust, you can very much move them up that ladder and they can buy a bit a more expensive product. Um, and even some of the best business coaches in the world are using this. There's a, a business, the, like the one I went to, they very much get you in with a free seminar. You go and sit there for an hour. This is like old school stuff. You sit there for an mm. hour and then they say how great their course is going to be, et cetera. Then you pay, uh, it's, it's going to be a thousand, but if you sign up today, it's 500 pounds and you get a whole weekend of it. And then you go to the mm. weekend and guess what? When you're there at the end, there's an upsell. Oh, by the way, there's the next course. Actually, if you've done this one, you are a, you qualify to be on this next one, which is now a thousand pounds or three thousand pounds, or you can join our special circle, which is ten grand. And people pay Smart. it. People mm. pay it. I'm telling you, there's you know, there's people that that you can't just. If I don't, if you didn't know that business, you wouldn't fork out ten grand just off the back. So yeah, there you go on an absolute ramble of, of information, but I get no, to No, I think it's relevant. Yeah, I just get too into this stuff and I'm there like, <laughs> oh my God, if, if someone comes to me with their business and what they need, I'm there like, wow, you can do this, you could do this, you could do this. Uh, that's probably, I don't know if it's a downfall or not of giving people so much free information. No, definitely a good thing. Wow, that's your start of your ladder, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Well, this is the thing, and um, because the all the TikTok con content is coming up, uh, and that's going to be very much. I was planning it today. It's all about ads and TikTok uh, tips, Facebook, Instagram, basically anything. And I want it to kind of be an interactive community, which we're going to build and just kind of get people in and help them out. Um, but another side project as well is the the Grozilla platform, which I've kind of discussed with you both. We've actually been helping a couple of brands in that already giving them the free advice, working with them to build kind of, um, I suppose, a community there of business owners um, because e-commerce right now is struggling. 
Like mm. there's a lot of e-commerce business owners that are having to shut their shop doors because they're not making the money they used to because the social organic isn't as fruitful as it once was. So yeah. as you were saying, like summer is a tough time, but already people have felt the pinch, especially with the rising cost of living, not to get political. But... No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think as well, like even just coming at it from another angle, um, mm, just like the, the mindset of business owners, like just like we've said so many times, like it's okay if your shop is maybe not doing so well in summer, like it's normal, don't obviously you'll probably will stress about it but like it's mm. not the end of the world just like implement all of adam's tips no, just implement what you can um and kind of do your best but don't let it like ruin your mental health your life um mm. yeah just yeah that. yeah absolutely that's such a crucial thing and if you're a business owner and you're you are on your own or with a partner and you don't really you haven't experienced this before you have experienced it and you know what's coming it's really difficult to see like suddenly the income drop off um and i'm talking from experience of working with another brand um most recently they were a bit smaller you know they're working on about um three to four k revenue a month and then it dips it's now like at one k a month and they're absolutely like so worried stiff they're not going to make ends meet because this is their full time and it's like oh okay what can we do so i'd say one of the biggest things is find an offer that's absolutely incredible i know i've mentioned it before but find an offer that's irresistible um, and you can start at the bottom of that value ladder so a standard one is like the free shipping offer where you actually offer a free item i say air quotes free because it covers the cost is covered in the postage and then you basically say, send an email shot out with that incredible offer on a lander um, and then it drives traffic to that lander and then people purchase the product. Um, but not only that, make it a product that you can upsell later on. So two weeks later, you've actually got a bigger version of that product or a more profitable version and you send it out. Yeah, you'll have less people that will convert. But at the same time, your, your, your email audience is one of your most engaged audience that exists uh, for a business owner. If you don't have email marketing set up, I strongly suggest that if you hear this, go and do it now. It's going to be so important. Stop listening. Stop listening <laughs> Stop right listening. now. <laughs> and go. Yeah. I mean, like with iOS updates, um, purchaser lookalikes aren't as great as they once were. Like you used to just do a 1% lookalike and you'd be laughing because it would find the top 1% of people that are in your niche, you know, or, or look like your customer. But Facebook isn't what it once was. Um, but TikTok's going to be the new beast. They're still working on the the algorithm what works but there are a couple of brands i've seen hit with a couple of ads uh, that are absolutely killing it and the creative is so important um one of the big things right now creative is king uh, i mean it, yeah. it was it wasn't as it was good before but now it's just crucial to have good creative if you do not have good creative your ads are going to flop bottom line hmm. i, I oh, feel like i'm like truth. harsh truths <laughs> yeah i was just no thinking, but it's on, true man. I'm being so blunt, but I was actually just like, you know, what? I've had too many conversations with people and they're literally like, oh, maybe it's the audience. Maybe it's the, uh, you know, maybe it's my product. No, it's your creative. Your creative is not good enough. Your office is not good enough. That's the, that's the way that you make sales right now is that the creative has to be killer. The offer has to be great. Um, and you need to be targeting and you're talking to your specific audience. Facebook is one of the most clever algorithms I've ever touched in my life. And it it finds who your target audience are you're like right now here's a big tip broad is is a good audience to go for 
Um, mm. Broad is very much like Facebook is is trying to help you by getting sales because then you put more, more money in the platform. And Broad is your cheapest cost per click. Broad is your best click through rate. Um, you can purchase is still like we've got eight percent. By the way, here's a little tip: eight percent purchase lookalike seems to be quite quite uh, profitable right now. Um, so that's another one that we're working with. I'm literally giving you all the secret sauce here. Aren't I we? love it. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope people come away from this, go and try this because it honestly works. Now, there's another one that people are saying that uh, dynamic creative testing is is another route to go. I mean, I mm. have trialed it, but I mean, I haven't had the best experiences with it. But potentially, that that's on the creative testing side of things. So, um, on Facebook ads, you can set it in two uh, sorry 10 creatives up to 10 creatives five different copies five different headlines and then facebook will just mash them all together to try and find the best ones yeah i guess i don't want to give away too many <laughs> sorry am i, I yeah, am give... going too much sorry <laughs> i don't want to give too, away too many of your secrets but i feel unless i need another question but i think i have a good question to kind of wrap up everything you were saying but do you have one before no, I'm all good. Okay, perfect. I guess to help businesses that are listening, um, who are getting into Facebook advertising, who might be doing it themselves, they don't have anyone helping them like I do. Um, while you're here, I may as well, we may as well get your value. Mm -hmm. What What is your setup currently for, I know every client's different, but you can use me for my business as an example. What is your mm -hmm. current what is your ad account looking like for me? Like what are, just like a brief overview just for people who might be doing it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment, simple is better. You do okay. not need to have 5,000 different campaigns doing 5,000 different things. If anything, you're actually uh, giving Facebook too many options. So what we, that, this used to be a better case, absolutely. But the game is changing. So mm -hmm. I would simplify your account really narrow it down and go for either some if you depends on the budget really if you've got a low budget um and i'm talking like you're spending a few grand a month which isn't too big in the advertising world is very much do a smaller audit not smaller but as in like a broad audience let facebook find your your customers and then you want to do another campaign which is retargeting so this is where you put in these different audiences into your retargeting and you need to creative tests. And what I mean by that is in an ideal world, like the reason bigger brands scale very quickly is because they're testing so many different creatives. So you want to test, test, test lots and lots and lots of different creatives. And if you don't have a creative system or a, a dedicated UDC creator, I would either suggest you become one or you get one. Um, because the brands that are producing the most content um and this isn't isn't any old piece of content ugc content where someone connects with the, the brand is the best because it feels like they're not being sold to um and tiktok is is responsible for this unfortunately is that i say unfortunately you know high quality ads used to really kill it on facebook now it's more about that what works on tiktok generally will also work on facebook okay um hmm. that makes sense yeah. you would trust are then high quality, high budget advertisement. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah, there. I mean, 
not there's a brand and I, I mean I don't, does it matter if i say the brand's name whether they're killing it on ads yes, no is it wild deodorant no but i haven't seen them but there are is it sips a male brand that's not male brand it's like a it's called dr squatch they have um, yeah. that they're, they're like doing male soap at the moment and they've got a couple of ads out there they're obviously creative testing at the moment because i'm getting hit with several different ones and i found that their best ones are like it just catches you within the first second the hook is so important and there's another one called uh, total war they are i've seen that <laughs> exactly everyone i spoke to in the last two three days has said oh my god i've seen that ad yes you have because they've found an ad that absolutely kills it and they've scaled that to the moon mm. like an ad doesn't get 150,000 likes because it's a bad ad it's a good ad i watched the whole thing and i was like you, you got it. <laughs> well done like I, uh, when I see an ad, I'm always looking for inspiration, and that was a great ad, 100%. Because it was just set, it felt like it was so genuine. And I was like, ah, oh, she got me. Yeah. The bugger. I mean, it's not <laughs> even high quality as well. Like, it's not. Right. Even the actual resolution of the video isn't, like, <laughs> which is just what they're saying. Like, you don't even have to look at it to, like, be interested, I feel. Mm. It's funny. Exactly. Yeah, that that's it. Um, You know, but... I appreciate that a lot of businesses might hear this, go away and try it, and, it, and they'll be like, oh, it's, you know, one of the biggest things I hear from people that have done it is like Facebook ads doesn't work, TikTok ads don't work. I'm like, it's not it doesn't work, it's you're not doing it right. Mm, and yeah. like, so my advice to anyone is if you do it and it doesn't work, it's most likely not the platform. It's going to be something along with either your funnel, the way that you've done the creatives, etc. Um, and that's why marketing companies this is where we step in like okay well actually let's look at the whole customer journey let's see what it looks like uh, and make sure it's as frictionless as possible um and okay. i think when you're a business owner it's easy to not see it because you're seeing it so much your baby you've grown it like you can you miss a lot of stuff because you're so close to it so having somebody that's an outside point of view that can just be quite honest with you and i probably this is one of the things that i I'd probably tell people and I'm, it's, I'm like Marmite, you either love it or you don't, because I'm just going to tell you it straight. And if you don't like what I've got to say, then that, you know, that's up to you. But I, I only want to give you honest, true advice and opinion. It's not to upset you. It's because mm -hmm. I want to help you. So mm -hmm. maybe this could be part of the content that I, you know, start producing is just being very honest and blunt to people. I don't know. What, what's the yeah, vibe? Yeah, but you do it in a nice way. Like even when we talk, yeah. And you're giving me advice and probably Danny, you, and you guys work together. It's not like harsh. Like I don't go away being like, oh my God, he just completely <laughs> obliterated me. It's more like he literally just said what I have to hear. Like, I don't want to sit there for half an hour just for like you to be like, oh, you're doing something. Like, even if like, I'd rather, but what's the point? I'd rather you be like, okay, like you just have to do this and this and fix this and get back to me and do this. Because, like, that's mm. progressive. Like, yeah. and I like that about you. It's not harsh at all. I think that's just how business should be. So. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I have to come, come back and say, like, it's so much easier working with somebody when they listen to what you're saying and they go away and do it. And it's just like, oh, my God, this works in synergy. This is so, <laughs> so smooth. Like, I have worked with brands previously where I've had this long conversation. They're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. We'll go away and do it. Nothing happens. And you're like. And then it's they come back to you and they're saying, "Oh, why why is this not working?" 
okay well we need mm. to implement everything that i've just said and mm. like i keep a record of conversations so it's like oh look here it is and it's it's not to be like point the finger it's like come on let's i'm, I'm trying to help you here um, yeah and so i think that's that's the main thing if, and probably advice to any business owner is, is if you're working with an agency they're, they're there to support you and help you like and if they're not they're probably not a good agency like but you'll know that mm-hmm. very quickly i'm sure yeah we literally spoke about this in the last episode that we recorded this morning oh really what yeah about uh, Mm. what happened in the outsourcing sorry i'm being nosy just just, we were saying like how to know like like how and when to outsource but we also somehow got onto the topic of like knowing if you'll work well together people actually Mm. caring about your brand people just doing it like for money and stuff Mm. like that so yeah yeah definitely if someone really is going to work with you well they're probably going to ask so many questions about the brand and want to know like you as a person as well knowing the business owner is so important like what's their drive what what gets them up in the morning why do they want to do this like because you need to fall in line with what they want because you need to understand okay well to get them to where they want to be how do we get there and then you've got to build that journey oh that Mm -hmm. was deep yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think as well just from like one thing i would add to all of that is thinking like about like the different mindsets that people are going to be in so similar to again just relating to like businesses in summer sorry a bit of a diversion i just thought of it um Mm. so like the same way you think what platforms do i want to be on what platforms are my target audience going to be on they're going to be on pinterest instagram facebook tiktok linkedin anything also think like people tend to forget people being different mindsets in different seasons so the way your target audience is thinking in winter depending on what type of business you are is very different to their mindset in summer so you have to Mm. change the marketing the creative the copy to reflect that as well um rather than just having the same sort of not brand tone of voice but just content type um which Mm. we were discussing with alicia as well um about running a few different campaigns but just Mm. like summer campaigns like just think of the minds try and get in your target audience's head to think what are they going to be thinking like their pain points in summer may be different than they are in winter so you may need to tackle it from a different angle as well that's probably Mm. just something else to keep in mind yeah 100 like even even alicia for your business we were talking the other day about like you know it's it's probably going to be more fitness related at the moment and getting healthy (laughs) and on board 100 percent like my my fitness regime now is just more way more incredible than it's been like back in the winter time so 100 you Says want to look you good don't you with uh two black eyes yeah well this <laughs> like just i don't know if this is going to be videoed anywhere but because <laughs> of the, but I, I thought it'd be a really good idea to agree to a fight without much training because it was more for like an influencer style boxing session and uh i've been training very hard and I've also been hit very hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I've I've learned how to take a hit, and my nose is definitely feeling it at the moment. But it's okay. Oh, We're good. I know it's okay, but we'll, we'll see if that does go fully ahead. If it doesn't, then I'll still have the great fitness that I've acquired. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Should I? Um, I was gonna butt in with the "Would you rather?" Unless anybody else has anything. I suppose my last the, the, like point on the summer thing is is the Q3 to Q4 piece. So, oh yeah, court, like Q4 is typically the 
best month ever or best month sorry ever for your brand because you've got black friday you've got christmas you've also got the slight point of the new year so use this don't don't go out of business in q3 literally pull back pull everything to where it needs to be button down the hatches um and and when things start working you can scale great and that, and that can happen 100% um so over this next was it july august september yeah we want to be just focusing on what great offers can we run because if the, if an offer works now it's most likely going to work in, in quarter four so mm -hmm. you can unless it's very summer specific but use this time to find really high performing creatives use this time to find really great offers that really resonate with your target audience and then if you get if you can scale at this point scale do it um if you can't don't scale on if you're on like a 2x it's just not realistic scale if you're on like a 4 or 5x as long as your break even ROAS is going to be let's say like 1.5 to you know with you you'll know the math mm -hmm. um so quarter 4 is the best months generally and you'll see a spike but it is very much focusing on those creators that you found in quarter 3 and those offers that combination um is where you're going to be able to ramp up spend and especially when it is that black friday make sure you've got a good warm-up as well so i, I probably shouldn't be giving this away but you know if, if you are in e-commerce you, and you're a marketing <laughs> company you're probably doing this but um warm-up people so email warm-ups 100 percent um set your series up you want to be making touch points consistently all the way to black friday making a hype about it and then when your your deal launches uh, email marketing is probably going to be one of the biggest revenues of your business that's generally what it, what it is um generally accounts for 30 to 50 percent of the marketing uh, revenue in what return. i normally say is um i i don't use like all the fancy marketing terms like adam um, but I just say, <laughs> give people FOMO, so fear of missing out, make them feel like mm. they have to, like they're missing out if they don't have your product. Oh, 100%. Mm. Like, literally make it, everyone's got it and you don't. That's yeah. Yeah. And buy it scarcity. Now. Yeah, buy it now. <laughs> if you don't, this you'll never get it again. Mm. There you go. That, hopefully that kind of... Even if one person walks away from this and they think, ah, oh, God, and they implement something, then yeah, job well done, I think. Yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> and after this, I make content for ads. So now I know exactly what to do. So <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> You'll be very happy with me anyway. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited <laughs> to see what you come. I'm really excited to see what that, that quiz one does. Um, because that's that one's all ready to go. Oh, is it perfect? Okay. Mm. Yeah, Guys, we're we're, we're still. Podcast. We're not in a business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, we're having a quick meeting, quick catch up. <laughs> uh, but the mm. reality of even like our podcast that we did last week, but we recorded it earlier. But that was last. And mm. uh, we were even talking about relationships with your agencies, with the people that you outsource, and how important it is. And not everyone will and say what i was lucky enough to find but like it makes everything so i'm not afraid to ask you guys anything i'm not afraid to sound stupid or you know even to like fail at something i'm not embarrassed where i if i would be if it was like someone kind of i didn't know and it was very professional you know so it's so nice relationship with you guys where we can just literally text like 2 a.m like 
you know, <laughs> doesn't mean you're going to get a reply, but it's nice to even be able to do that without being like, they're going to be mad, you know? So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forget sometimes that like people don't have this relationship with uh, that. Cause for me, it's all, I end mm -hmm. up being really like great friends with everybody that I work with. And it's just, I forget sometimes that other people won't have that. And yeah. it's just, blows my mind but at the same time it's maybe it's a testament to like just good people gravitate towards each other and yeah uh, energies yeah, yeah energies yeah. so there you go it's, i don't know why i always say that i don't feel very spiritual but actually i'm like <laughs> i think you are everything happens. yeah i think so too everything, <laughs> everything happens for a reason you know in my mm. eyes um, it's funny that you say that as well literally like 10 minutes before we start recording i did a linkedin post on like basically saying that you've got to love who you work with um, mm. and how I'm like close with everyone I work with and basically saying if you don't agree with that then you do you and I'll do me yeah you basically. go I, I mean <laughs> I don't I don't want to like put too much fo like focus on the situation at the moment but Danny you are absolutely killing it on LinkedIn thank you yeah it's been a stress but it's been good yeah if you're not on LinkedIn as well as a business owner as a side note Alicia <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how she's <laughs> but I'm just like yeah <laughs> I haven't seen but I need to get on it I know I know yeah, I'm right, still waiting right now the, the organic reach on that platform is incredible it's kind of like a, a, a Facebook TikToks thing isn't it I suppose that mm. it's more static static posts but actually if you if you hit the emotional pin, pain points or a hot topic oh my mm -hmm. god I, look, I remember sure. checking one day, you're on a few thousand. Now you're on like 12,000 followers. Who's this guy? You know, what the heck? Yeah, it's crazy oh as well. Like, if you're a business owner in summer and maybe mm. sales are on the decline, you have more spare time, there's your solution. Go on LinkedIn, network, make some friends, maybe get some new customers, mm. and yeah, use your free time for that instead of stressing. Mm. It's a good okay. Like doing this week. <laughs> I actually will. I will. Like, a coaching session for Alicia. I know. I'm like literally, I'm really learning a lot. I love it. <laughs> I'll do this at every meeting. But just like, I don't know, hearing it kind of like in the third person. Just is getting me today. So thank you guys. Okay. <laughs> so I hit with the would you rather's. Today, yeah, hit us. Yeah. What's the would you rather? Okay, I have two, but I think Alicia has one as well, so we'll do... Yeah, mine is actually maybe not great. You go. You do it. your two. Okay. It's just a bit, like, it's kind of obvious. Okay. Okay, well, they're, they're actually both a bit mean now that I re-look at them. <laughs> um, okay, the first one. Would you rather oversleep by four hours one random day every week or... Okay not get any sleep for three days once a week oversleep 100 percent. oh oversleep one yeah. i'm so cranky if i don't get my really? sleep like yeah oh god yeah what were you going for i'm annoyed that you were both so quick now i thought that would be a debate but apparently not <laughs> no i get it i just i know my answer <laughs> uh, I think after being with you in Ireland and you like to sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I oh need two God. hours. Listen, we're, meant to, we're meant to meet at eight o'clock. <laughs> no, I can't do that. 
Well, I yeah. thought you'd be the three days, Adam, after seeing how much coffee you consume within a 24-hour window. Well, you know, do you know what, Jake's moved, obviously my, my brother's moved in with me so we can um, work together a bit more. And he is such an elephant. He was like banging around and he woke me up and I was like, <laughs> you need to not wake me up in the morning because otherwise I'm going to be cranky. And he was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what time does he get up compared to you? Uh, well, he's actually, it's like seven o'clock and I'm eight o'clock. Okay, but that's still an I'm important doing... hour. It is an important <laughs> hour. And so usually I'd get up at seven, do the gym, etc. But because I'm training for the boxing side of things, I'm actually now training in the evening rather than the morning. Although I did go for a run this morning. Okay. You just had to everyone know that you went for a run, didn't you? Yeah. I did. It was, it was a hard run. I did 5K in 28 and a half minutes and my body just feels ruined. So oh. it's, it's not impressive. It's not impressive in the slightest. <laughs> Okay, well, I know the second would you rather is going to be more debate, and if it isn't, I'm just going to come off the podcast. <laughs> okay, you rather... I'll struggle with this one. Okay, just pretend to struggle, even if you don't. I will, I will, I will, don't worry. <laughs> would you rather give up your phone and laptop for a month, or give up all exercise and social life for a month? Oh... Is that a that actually one? is hard because I thought I knew the answer, but then now I'm like, actually, no. Oh, that's a tough one because mm. I wouldn't be able to run my business without a laptop or a phone. But it could be the break that you need. Oh, I don't yeah. think clients would agree. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine I go off grid for a month like, and things go down. Uh you're allowed to pre-warn people that you're not going to have your phone for a month. Do you know what? I think I, I'd i probably go for the old, if that was the case, I'd go for the old, tra- if this is a pure preference, I would actually do that. Go travel it for a month, although I'd like to document it. So maybe I'll use the camera. Your large mm. camera. Yeah? Okay. okay. Well then, you're welcome. Uh, they, they can... So I'll get my business ran, I'll get everything in place, and then, yeah, I'll go off for a month and see what happens. You kind of inspired me. I was swaying the other way. Because oh, no. You can't change your mind. Like, no, I, I think, because, like, exercise, obviously, I do every day. Not a big fan of it, though. Would happily not have to. Uh, but I know it's good for you, whatever. Social life, yeah, obviously, you'd miss that, but, like, whatever, for a month, you know. But now that I think about it, it would be nice to have like a comp- no phone, no laptop break for a month. Mm-hmm. And I have people yes. working, so it's not, it's stagnant. But so yeah, I'd go for that. Yeah. Don't forget, that was well. a good social one. Life, social life means like just any social interaction as well. Oof, no, I'm too much of an extrovert for no social interaction. I have to go to a coffee shop nearly mm. every day. Just, just to, to say hi. Just to be around people. Like I'm I'm definitely really? not a, That's yeah. what's fueled your caffeine addiction. Is that your excuse? A hundred percent, you know, like that's the reason Starbucks gets like eight quid out of me a day is because <laughs> Would you get like a few in a row you'd get a few during your stay there? I used to get like three a day and I've had oh to God. like fall back. I know now I'm only on like one a day. But Oh that's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't it's know like it, you're a recovering it? addict. That's good. Well done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, only I don't know if I am. Ooh. 
It's okay though. I'm yeah, Starbucks is, is getting my money at the moment and they can keep having it for the time being because it's quite a nice place to work. Okay. I thought you meant to work, work. I was like, what? Oh no, I no, did no, work. No. I, I, yeah, how was it? Starbucks. Uh it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Oh, it's really? not uh, oh Danny. You know when you think it's like would be so I don't know, like you get to make all these drinks. It just was a lot of standing all day. You aren't allowed to sit down, stand all day, either at the till or you're at the machine. You would think being at the machine was better. Sometimes it was, but not when it was busy. It's everything that I thought of opposite to what I thought. I thought, oh, I'd love when it's busy because then I'm like constantly just drink after drink. But no, it's no. I don't know why, just no. (laughs) I get the vibe. I get the vibes that uh, none of us would probably work a job again. Like that's the, <laughs> I also the fingers crossed. Cafe and like the way people would just demand stuff. They're like, yeah. too hot," and I'm like, well, "Wait for it to cool down." Then. Yeah, like, blow on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was treated hot. Some reason the the one I worked, it was a very mixed group of people. It was very posh, but then you'd have like the opposite, and yeah. It was strange, but it's entertaining, and I'm glad I did it. I feel like we all could say, you know, mm-hmm. even working those service jobs, mm-hmm. like someone has to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, my first job I had was McDonald's, four pound fifty. Really? Oh my eight hour shifts and getting less than thirty pound for a day's work. Oh my wow. god, was that's, that kind of fun crazy. though? It was fun because all my friends worked at the same McDonald's. And I was and were you in the kitchen? Talk. Oh, that's we'll cool. Talk that's cool. Not that price, though. No. no, no, don't. Mine was Burger King, and that was like <gasps> £4.60 an hour. Oh. In the know. kitchen? Like, I just... <laughs> I, was fr- I was front. No, I, was, I was the one that checked uh... the customers. Uh, although, uh, okay. It was... I remember making a cup of tea for somebody, putting it on the tray, and it was there for like a minute, and they were like livid. And like... Are you stupid? Why are you putting a cup of tea there and not having the food there? I'm like, we're talking put the drinks. Oh god, that was a horrible experience. Oh <laughs> it's crazy now, but like I think that there's so many young entrepreneurs that come through. Like I think there's so much more access to entrepreneurship now than there used to be. So mm-hmm. I really wish because I'm I'm a little bit older, I, you know, back in the day, I wish entrepreneurship was a lot more accessible. Because there's all these like really young entrepreneurs coming through. And I'm like, wow, they're like so far ahead. I know. It's incredible. The only journey you should be focusing on is your own. Ah, oh, you're so exactly. wise, <laughs> Yeah, true story. Will I quickly give my would you add? Maybe it's interesting. If I like make a rule when answering this, don't go into it with like X, like pretend that's not a thing. Okay. So pretend you guys are drop shippers. Would you have a really successful, like seven, nearly eight figure business, but the items you drop ship um, always kind of break in transit? Not always, but like for the most part, when customers get the item, it's kind of broken or something. It's just a delicate product, okay? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather be have a drop ship business where the items always? But it's a, you know, not as successful. How much profit is each one making? 
say it's a very cheap product. So for the seven figure business, like I'd say 60 to 70% margin. I'm getting very specific. Yeah. Okay. Then that's, and on the other one, yeah, we'll say that the other business, it's lower. Like you can fit, like you can, you just deal with and kind of obviously, I'm not the happiest, but you're still making that money. Pretend ethics isn't a thing. Ethics doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, because obviously there is stuff going wrong. So what's your answer? I mean, I, I know mine, <laughs> but I don't want to influence Danny's at all. Not that I will, because Danny's quite a strong opinion. So I'd say that I would go for the the better, as in like the lower one. But that's oh. only because I've got, as in reason being, is because with the knowledge that I have, I know how to scale a business. Uh, so I'd be like, well, it's much easier oh, to have yeah, a business yeah. where the customer base is great <laughs> and they're happy with okay. your product to scale it than if you've got a really terrible one because when your reputation is shot, pff, good luck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, that, I'll that accept was, that. It was a, uh, I don't think you are. You're like, mm, actually. <laughs> I was just accepting a little bit of, maybe Danny will come through. What do you think? You can choose to believe me or not believe me, but I was going to say the same for the exact same reason. Like, you, Ooh. if you have a business and your reputation is gone like and, and bad, it's going to take mm-hmm. years and years, and it's never going to be, like, the same as if you have a business and every single customer's product is amazing never broken um and you can just scale from there but then i also would question how are they on seven eight figures if their reputation is bad i don't know i think they might just have a good way of hiding it or <laughs> they just get away with it i don't know i find it interesting because i've heard just stories of people drop shipping and um ultimately they'd really successful but the product they were shipping just would all get broken which is really mm-hmm. Then they just have to close it down. So I just find it an interesting question if I continue, would that stop you? You know what I mean? But I'm probably in the same in the long term. Like, obviously, it's really like, oh, the broken product. Like, I've been on the end where, like, my products come damaged and, like, it's a nightmare. Like, and I hate it. So, yeah, no, I would go the, the boring route. But <laughs> yeah. I don't, you were very keen on saying, Ethics don't matter, so maybe you I just wanted to know if you guys. I wanted to just see you guys. I, but mm. it's true, it's true. We're wise, we're responsible. <laughs> I think that's it. When, when you've been there, and you know what it's like. It's like, yeah. But I think dropshippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't actually know. But I'd love to talk to somebody that's had a really successful dropship store. But I, I mean, it sounds like there's not much. I'd used to dropship from eBay to Amazon to eBay or eBay to Amazon. Um, oh, you're not you're not allowed to do this apparently, but it, so it's a big oh, underground right. network. Yeah, like okay. what you used to do. There's actually software that helps you do it as well. So you, you used to have an eBay store, and you'd upload like a load of items from Amazon with their ASINs, mm. so Amazon numbers, and then this software would like keep track of the prices for you, and you'd upload it all to eBay. And then you'd, when someone bought it on your eBay store, you'd buy it on Amazon and send it, but that you've upmarked all the items by a certain percentage. But then they so get Amazon it. packaging, no? Yep. <clears throat> no, you used to question it. Interesting. I feel like I wouldn't question it. 
that's interesting. It's, it's a strange one, but yeah, that I mean, the way was that good? I mean, the max we made was like six hundred pound profit in a month, but then it, it your as soon as like you get flagged for something, your account goes down. Oh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, um, but there you go. I just would really be keen to talk to somebody that is actually a really successful dropshipper because it looks their revenue looks great, but what's the margin? Mm. There you go. Mm. If you're a dropshipper. Yeah, hit me up. I'm really keen to like understand it a little bit. I understand it, but I mean, like, I'd love to see a successful one because I think a lot of these dropshippers mm -hmm. divert into creating a course about dropshipping. Yeah, we should get one podcast, and like, they don't have to talk about obviously what their product type is because I know that's very secretive. But even talk about how they made it successful without mentioning obviously the name of the business and uh, come on. So yeah. That would be really interesting. I'd be so keen to hear them. Same. I'm really interested in it. I tried it myself. I was like my second. It didn't work out. What was it? What was your product? <laughs> it was a. Okay. Was it a, a, like an Alibaba play? Yeah. AliExpress. Yeah, nice. And was running ads. Was to chuck with myself, and then someone commented. You can make this less obvious it's <laughs> drop shipping. <laughs> I built my website. I thought it was so good. I don't and then I just was like, oh no, I'm not doing this. Did so it lasted profit? like three days. No, I never made it like I, it lasted three days and no. Like my budget for the ads was like 30 a day. Uh, so like it was you know. Yeah. Uh, I suppose what what was the cost of the item and what were you selling it for? I think it was pretty, I'd say around the 30 euro mark. And the cost was like maybe like five euro. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. It was good. good. But I think yeah. it's ever saturated. And it, it looked weird. It had like antlers. There's only one I could find. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It had like gold antlers. <laughs> I love your story. I actually think you should just have a podcast by yourself that talks about all the <laughs> stories because i would listen to that like i think some of the things that you've done is are just incredible thank you that's the best combo i've ever gotten i think <laughs> <laughs> just even life stories for you just i i think i said when we were in ireland i was like i would just like pay somebody to film you like your life and then i'd watch the episodes <laughs> it's pretty even me today uh, going to an appointment with my dog on a camera down, and I was walking around listening to him bark and everyone could see my dog on the like crazy like even stuff like that I do I don't care like me driving with the dog camera like nanny cam in my little holder phone holder no music just listening to him bark for 30 minutes <laughs> like just stuff like that like I'm just I don't know it's not it's not normal but anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Perfect. Oh, yeah. what, what, oh. what's, the, what's the next step? Where do we go? Well, I guess we talked about a lot there. I can't believe this is over an hour. It literally oh felt God, like 10 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so I podcast and stuff. And we could do a part two soon, because I feel like if it's longer than this, people will just... This mm. is a good time to cut it. We could do a part two, have him on again about um, loads of stuff we could talk about. So 
and mm -hmm. um, you'll see Adam lots if he wants to, but I think it's a fun time. <laughs> I did. I did. I, it, it's so like it's the thing. This is like one of the I've tried my own podcast, etc., which is more about influencers. So I think this is actually a bit of an inspiration to to get back with that and and bring that back to life because this is actually really good fun. You just don't even know what what the time is and it disappeared. Mm -hmm. It's really like fun. A side note as well, like whenever you're around people on the same wavelength and that you work well with, like I feel like whenever I'm with a end a conversation with these two like i literally come away so inspired and i'm like i'm gonna do this 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 yeah, yeah. same yeah same like meetings i'm like both of you like after danny's meeting i was like, okay i'm gonna do this our campaigns everything and then after adam's meeting which was straight after i was like okay i have to do this and this so after this <laughs> i'm gonna be bouncing off the walls so Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I feel absolutely like energized right now. I'm super pumped because I, although I'm not gonna have much time this evening, I want to make some content and I know that I can make some good stuff after this. Yeah, my fatigue is now gone. I'm ready. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate you having me on. And if anyone does have any questions about anything, please do reach out. I will help you and just do what I can to to get you going. Yeah, we can put you all so your info in show notes perfect cool perfect. Well, thank you both very much appreciate it thank you so much guys and we'll talk to you next week yeah see you next week bye, bye.